The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Soulful Living on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Terry Williams. Wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you to another 30 minutes of Soulful Living here at Empower Radio. Uh, Whether this is your first time or whether you've been with me, oh my God, for the last 10 years, this is my 10th year on Empower Radio. Um, You are going to find out how much I love the word intuition. Uh, As a practicing shaman, among many other things, Mysticism, healing, intuition are some of my very favorite words. And my guest today, Kim Chesney, uh, has an amazing new book out for all of us, including me, who's been fascinated with intuition for 30 years, right? For all of us to look at it in a new way, radical intuition. And rather than me try and give you my version of it, Kim, welcome to Soulful Living. Oh, thanks for having me, Terry. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Well, I absolutely love the title of the book. Um, as I said, I have been fascinated with the word intuition for over 30 years. The first book I ever read was by Laura Day, uh, pra- Practical Intuition. And like you, I've had experiences my whole life, but we never had an outlet. Like I didn't have an outlet. I didn't have somebody to come along and say, hey, here's a good, here's a good idea. Here's a great tool for you to help expand on that. So let's talk about it. How did you jump into this idea of radical intuition? Yeah, I love that. And it sounds to me like you're a lot like me. And, you know, one of these people that got intuition, really, I was the same way. I got obsessed with it at a young age because I realized, well, first of all, I realized it was real. <laughs> and yeah. when you have those experiences, you know, okay, this happened. It's real. I'm not crazy. So let's try to make sense of it. Right. 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 Instead of like, you know, like put it in some scary place that we don't look at it or, or call it something a call. Let's look at it and see how it actually works and, and understand it. So so that was kind of where I've been coming from with all of this. And so I love that you brought that in that, you know, this is not something that is just for people who are new to intuition, although it is very good for people who are new to intuition because it is this sort of reimagining, I like to say, of intuition. Um, So it's really looking at all the different aspects and manifestations of intuition, whether it's those 
knowings or those feelings or the those mystical experiences or what creativity and all the different ways that intuition works within us and touches us and moves us really kind of a comprehensive look at how that all connects and what it all adds up to in our life well and uh, i really didn't give the listeners your background but you come from a tech background right and my husband is uh, fire science, fire safety, very methodical. And many times he will say, oh, I'm not intuitive, but yet he'll say something about somebody and there they are. And I look at him and I'm like, yeah, that's that science denying the fact that intuition really exists. And this is where you're bridging that gap. Yes, absolutely. Every single person who has ever walked the face of the earth and ever will walk the face of the earth has intuition. Some people are just better, naturally better at it than others. You know, like some people are artistic and they know how to draw or play a piano better than others. It's the same kind of thing. Some people are just born a little more open to it, but everybody can learn to develop it and use it if they work with it and give it a little attention. Yeah. And so what are some of the ways that people can become aware of intuition or how it might show up in their lives? Well, you know, one thing I think that happens with a lot of people, even people who aren't fully, uh, you know, really aligned with their intuition, I think something that happens early on is we just have these kind of random uh, experiences and we'll have this moment where suddenly we'll just know something. We're not sure. Like you might meet someone for the first time and you know, you just you just have this sense or this feeling that there's something off with them, even though all the check boxes might be there and they might look really good on paper. There's a part of you that 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 knows that something's not right. Right. So it's little moments like that. that, they, that our intuition starts to show up for us. I call them like the calling cards of our intuition. And the reason for that, the reason that we only see intuition in these, these, these little snippets and these little, little blips is because most of the time our minds are too loud and too busy to hear our intuition. Yeah. So I'm really big on this idea of uh, mindfulness and how this whole mindfulness movement was really an introduction. We're sort of laying the groundwork for a new culture of insightfulness, where we start to move into intuitive thinking and intuitive living. So we go into that space and that presence and that stillness, and it's there that we can finally hear our intuition speaking to us in these little ways. And then with time, more and more, it starts to speak to us. And, we, and, we, and when I say you start to create this kind of culture of intuition in your life, where it's just with you all the time and you use it to make a decision, you use it to, to discern uh, if someone's a good friend or partner, or if there's a job you should take, or really your calling in life. You know, intuition is all about our callings and our passions and how we're meant to serve in the world. And ultimately, at the end of all that, it's our experience with God and the divine, the source, the universe, whatever you call it, our intuition is our connection to that. So I tell people I have the most important job in the world. And it's, people laugh, like, that's funny. But like, I really believe that because if you get your intuition right, if you are 100% aligned with your intuition and you can hear it and you can live by it, then everything else in your life falls into place. Mm. Yeah, mm. And you can you can interweave that because it is your life. One of my favorite quotes that you said was, with words, we speak to life. With intuition, life speaks to us. And that's exactly what you're talking about right now is that when we are quiet enough to hear it, then we can hear how our intuition is going to speak. Exactly. It's really the language the universe used to communicate with us. And it is a language. It's not like something that you can learn in a book, but it's something that you can learn through a time and intention and experiencing it yourself. 
we're all different. Every single person has different sensibilities. So our intuitions speak to us each uniquely. So that's what makes one of the challenges of writing a book on intuition and teaching people intuition is learning them how, teaching them how to learn subjectively, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not like there's a standard that we can use and say for every single person, when you have, have like this pop in your head, it means this. Because right. it's like that, you know, it, it right. draws your experiences and your past history. So getting to know your intuitive language is really just a, a process of getting to know your higher self and how these universal signals and information come down into your mind and consciousness. Well, one of the tools that you offer is the intuition affinity quiz, right? In the early part of the book, you offer that. And um, you have it available on your website after the book is purchased. I absolutely loved it. And in that chapter, you talked about how um, people definitely have, or not definitely, people have um, a profound um, levels in certain areas. However, ultimately, you want to be able to have access to all the levels of intuition. And you talk about the healer, the sage, the mystic, and um, the visionary. Uh, I found it, of course, interesting that my strongest area was the healer, and all of the others were even. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was really interesting. Um, so I found that really such a great tool for affirming where I'm at, you know, again, somebody who's been practicing this stuff for a long time. Um, so wherever you are on that level of embracing intuition, whether it's you're just dabbling or you've been doing it for a while, you offer that insight. And I thought that was really cool among other things. Um, and also practicing, practicing a lot. And so you offer different pages and different, tools that you can incorporate into your daily life. So let's talk about some of those tools that you offer within that. Yeah. So uh, I like that you brought this up because this isn't just a, a reading book. This is a doing book. This is yeah. an experiencing book, right? So one of the things I realized early on with intuition is, you know, I can sit here and, and talk about it all day long, but until you experience it for yourself, you don't really understand the magic and build that trust that you need to build to really follow it through, right? So it's all about, this book is all about learning to build trust in your own intuition. So the exercise and the practices that we do help to kind of open those doors and start to you know, show you just a few little ways that you can really start to get these validations that allow you to trust your intuition because we're not gonna follow our intuition until we trust it. And that's at the core, right? So we talk all, all the time about understanding our intuition and you know knowing what it's saying, but none of that's any good unless we put it into action because intuition really truly is most of the time about action and an experience. It wants to show us wisdom. It wants to, us to take a path to help other people or to, to know information that's gonna help us or people around us. So, so it's very important that we bring intuition into reality. It wants to manifest. So, so the exercises in the book are really designed to help you, the reader, do that. And those in terms of those four intuitive pathways that we were talking about with the mystic and the healer and the visionary and the sage. So based on your intuition affinity, and I love that yours were so even because that's ultimately we want to have, a, you know, a pretty solid level of all of them because we all have little bits, sort of our own sort of uh, a soup, our own little melting pot of different types of intuition based on our own sensibilities. But we want to get those those levels up so that we're proficient in all four um, 
four pathways, which is basically boils down to your body, mind, heart, and spirit. Mm -hmm. So the exercise will help you to, to use your body to learn to listen to how your body's speaking to you. And what's, what is your body telling you when you have feelings or like when you want certain food, like eating is something that's, that your body talks to you a lot about that we don't even realize. Um, and then how do you, when you're making those choices with your mind, like how do you invoke intuition to make those choices quickly and fast and smart? And then your feelings, the resonance, the way you're called, the things that you're drawn to or not drawn to, all that resonance and dissonance is all different ways that your intuition is talking to you. And then ultimately, you know, reconnecting with, you know, the highest truth and beauty and good in the world and, you know, working on different ways to reconnect with that higher vibrational energy. And that's what allows us to reach that higher vibrational information that's beyond the mind. Well, and would you say that, uh, like every other aspect of life, um, depending on where you are at physically, emotionally, spiritually, heart, your level might be higher in, in one area today than it is tomorrow, yes. depending on where you're at in your life. Absolutely. It absolutely changes. And that's something that we've been working with in the lab. I have an online intuition school called Intuition Lab that we started about four years ago and been working with people over that time to really understand uh, intuitive development and how it changes and grows and evolves. And one of the things we realized is that those affinity tests they shouldn't stay the same. They yeah. should change, right? We want that. If they stay the same, that means that we're not growing or experiencing or going through new things in our life. So, so, the, so that is going to change. And there's, you're going to be stronger depending on where you're at. You, you might be like really in a doing mode. I'm, I'm living my truth. I'm out there. I, you know, I quit my job. I'm building my business. So I'm going to be really into my creative intuition right now. Might not be as into my physical intuition right now because. I might not be paying attention to my health as much as I should when I'm going through this, right? So we ultimately want to balance it all, but we can go into too, too far into them if we're not careful. So it's really this kind of process of, of bringing all those uh, types of intuition into balance and working together. Mm. Well, I really love that you talk about so many different aspects of it. And I want to rewind a little bit here uh, because we mentioned that you come from a tech background. Yes. And um, how did you kind of make that shift? From, and you mentioned the lab, right? Yes. So how did you make that shift from technology to really focusing on intuition? And then how do you interweave them together through the lab? Yeah. So, um, so it actually was the other way around. I started out, um, you know, like, like we were talking about with my love of intuition, I've always had this real like, sort of an obsession with intuition. And, you know, I guess it was my calling and, I, and a part of me knew that from a young age when I was really having these experiences and having to make sense of them and explore them. So, um, my first book came out about 15 years ago, the psychic workshop, which was about the more spiritual side, the psychic side of intuition, which at that time was really popular and was really, uh, coming to the forefront when all the time when John Edward was out there and all those yeah. you know, people were getting on TV for the first time and like, Whoa. So, but I, you know, people like you, I'm sure, you know, have, been into intuition, understand that there's so much more to it than just th than that particular sort of avenue. So as I started to grow and, um, and understand more and more about intuition, the a funny thing started to happen. And then I, you know, I was working in technology. I had been starting my career in technology when the first book came out. Um, but things really started to take off for me after that. And I started doing a lot of international work and I got elected for Americans for the arts, for all of this stuff with creativity and art, supporting the arts and technology. So it was this really, the kind of technology I was in, um, 
was really focused on innovation and creativity. And I didn't realize it when it started out that really all of this was intuition. And this was sort of the type of technology that was ruled by intuition. And so as I was out you know, working with these, like the, some of the biggest tech companies in the world, I mean, I've worked with, you name it, I've worked with them. And you know, I, I actually started a business incubator working with creative and innovative companies, teaching them how to innovate and lead. And what does it all boil down to at the end of the day, but intuition. So here I am in these board meetings and I'm hearing all these really smart genius people starting to talk about intuition. And this is when it all changed for me. When I realized that, you know, that, that's, that space that I was in 10, 20 years ago was really just opening this door to this much larger understanding of intuition and how it affects the world. I mean, if you look back at history, intuition really started to become, come to the forefront in the sixties and seventies, when people started talking about this kind of thing. And, and that it was like something normal and that everyone has it. Cause in the beginning, it was like, not everybody has it. You just have right. to have a special gift. Like, you know, it's only certain people do. But as you look back at it now in 2020, you, in hindsight, you can see that it was really an evolution to get to this place where we are now, where intuition is something that's becoming so ubiquitous. that You have people like Steve Jobs, people like Einstein, really super smart people who are the biggest champions for intuition. So I wanted to really understand that and wrap my brain around it. And then, you know, that was really behind a lot of the work I've been doing in technology over these years. And I got a, really an outpouring of support. And I really had the opportunity to work with like Carnegie Mellon University and some of the really amazing um, big thinkers of the future. So wrapping this all together with uh, intuition and knowing that it is this sort of holy grail that people of all types are aspiring to, whether it's for personal development, spiritual awakening, business success, innovation, product development, you name it, whatever you do in the world, intuition will help you to do it better. And that's really the spirit behind this book. So um, I think you said something like, instead of the information age, we will have the intuition age. Yes. And you're bridging that gap for us and helping us walk into that new age with more clarity. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, my thinking is that, you know, we're really coming to the end of, of the information age and moving into a post-information era because machines are so smart. We're approaching the singularity. Everybody's like, oh, the singularity, the singularity, the machines are going to be smarter than this. Then what? Well, then, then we start to rely on our intuition. Let the machines do all that figuring out and thinking and stuff that, you know, we don't, we don't want to struggle to do that. Let them do that. And let's shift to our intuition. Let's start to develop that. Let's find out where that takes us. And, and, you know, I've, I have this intuition summit coming up, which I just want to jump in real quick because we're talking with Jesse Schell there. And he is a, a really amazing game designer. He's been on the Science Channel with Morgan Freeman. And he has a great talk about the future of the human mind and how intuition relates to artificial intelligence and do machines have intuition. So it's a really cool conversation on this shift to the intuition age out of all of this data and the thinking mind. I I definitely want to pop in on that because I find it fascinating thinking about machines that have intuition. Um, what do you think about that? Do they? Well, if you listen to Jesse, he says, well, we had, it was, he blew my mind. Cause I was like, Oh, my, I was thinking like, you know, intuition is the thing that differentiates us from the machines. Right. 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 He says, oh. he says all intuitions, all, all the machines have is intuition. And we're like, what? machines are found on intuition. So it's a really, really interesting conversation. And I really encourage people to go out and hear it because 
you know, talking with someone who, you know, usually don't have access to like Carnegie Mellon professors have been working simulated realities. You know, I mean, like this guy knows his stuff. It's mm -hmm. like, you can tell me how it works because I don't understand how machine works, machines work. And I'm going to let him explain it because I don't think I could do it justice. But, um, but the, but the reality is that there is this intuition is, isn't quite what we think it is. And when you look at the way machines think and artificial intelligence actually thinks it's more intuitive than we realize. Mm -hmm. So, so it's very interesting and it's, but it's also very interesting how we as humans, you know, we have a different capacity with our intuition, right? We have a whole nother way of connecting than machines. So we have a bigger, broader, uh, bigger frontier to explore. So it's still, in my eyes, it still keeps us a step ahead of the machines by developing our intuition. So no Terminator shit here. I mean, stuff, sorry, right? No Terminator stuff here. No, 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 no. Okay, so listeners, I'm having a conversation with Kim Presley. You can find all of her information on the Soulful Living page here at Empower Radio. Uh, Kim, uh, the book is Radical Intuition. If you're uh, watching, listening to the podcast, I'm holding the book up. It's beautiful. You're going to want to grab it. Um, but uh, tell us again the name of the summit. It's the Intuition Revolution, and it's the web, the URL is intuition-revolution.com, and it starts on November 16th. Okay, so it starts today, basically, and it, it, you still have time to get in. No matter when you get in this week, you can get in with it. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's automated, so it's a 10-day event, so you'll just get an email every day, and you can opt in anytime you want. It'll still continue for you. That's awesome. Um, some of the things that I really found fascinating as well um, were uh, the information, but also how you focused on the body as a huge sensory tool for intuition. Um, as we kind of wind down in the show, let's talk about that a little bit. What are some of the ways that people might get intuitive hits in their body? Well, um, I mean, using the five senses, you know, in, in traditional like psychic language, you hear about the five clairs, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so that is a, that's a part of physical intuition is all the different ways that our senses actually speak to us. So we can have those sort of psychic experiences. We can have those visions or hear a voice in our head or, or have, a, uh, have chills on, the, on our back. There's all different kinds of ways in terms of really metaphysically that our body speaks to us. But also it speaks to us in simple things every day. Like when you go and stand in front of the refrigerator and you're trying to decide what to eat some things are going to attract you and some people aren't, some things aren't. So whether or not it's a craving, not like, Oh, chocolate cake's delicious. I want to eat that every day. Even if you see a piece of chocolate cake, there's going to be a part of you that doesn't want it, but you're going to talk yourself into that chocolate cake because you want it. Right. So, so get, right. You know how that goes. So you have that little dialogue in your head and starting to become aware and conscious of which voice is which mm -hmm. and listening to that intuitive voice. Intuitive eating is one of the most important things that you can do for your health and, and wellness in your life. Well, I actually put that into play this week after reading some of your book. I sat down and I, you, you had this, um, one of the tools was to have like two questions, uh, a decision process. It was a decision process and kind of give a symbol to each decision. And um, so I did that for myself. I forget these things. And it was wonderful because I got a clear decision as to what to do next for my health as far as what my um, nutritional support is going to look like. So thank you for that. That was really amazing. Thank you. It's, a, yeah. it's really good work, you know, it's one of those things people think like, that's crazy. Then it works. It really does. Give it a try. And, you know, then you, you'll get your validations. 
Well, um, real quick, I want to also talk about the online workshop that you have, the eight-week program that people can jump into if they want more after they read the book. So let's talk about what's offered in that. Yeah, that's my flagship intuition course, my intuition masterclass. And that's really what got all of this work started. Uh, So, you know, we really take radical intuition and put it into practice. Um, And we have two different options. You can do a self-study. Some people don't like to have live interaction. We have a self-study program. We also have a live group cohort. So we come together, meet on Zoom, and we practice together. And that can be a really great way to build community and to share your intuition with others. And we practice uh, intuition exchanges, like a Reiki exchange. it's one of those things that um, you can share with other people, and it's, it's very rewarding for both people. So we really go into we, this hacking of intuition and, mm-hmm. and, and developing it step by step um, and all the four types of intuition and working with them in really, um, really visceral ways. And you have access to me. I teach all the classes live. So it's a really good opportunity. If you have questions throughout the book or you want to just go deeper and you're not quite sure, we do different exercises and different work that's in the book. So it's not the same thing, but it's really the same principles that we're only taking to a deeper level. Well, and it sounds like wherever you're at on the spectrum, whether you're a beginner or you've been practicing using intuition throughout, you know, let's like me the last 25 years, you're going to benefit from this course. Exactly. It sounds like it. Um, I like the fact, especially right now with everything that's going on in the world with COVID, uh, that you're offering this in a Zoom format where people can still connect with you. And I mean, it's live. It's not mm-hmm. in person. Mm-hmm. But it's as close to in person as we can get right now. And we don't have to wear a mask. Exactly. Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and really the communities, the people that, you know, it's it's not like a sitting back at a webinar and just listening. It's like we're interacting and talking. It's it's like we go into another portal and another dimension. And it's, it's so wonderful. And, and there's such a sense of community. So it really is a great way to connect during this time, you know, when so, so many of us are feel disconnected and have a lack of social interaction so yeah so it's wonderful for right now (laughs) yeah well i i have been a big proponent of online learning for many years when the first course ever came out i was like oh my god this is me so i love it i think it's really wonderful that you're offering that and so many people can benefit from it well we're down to the wire we only have about a minute left and again listeners i just want to remind you all of kim's information will be here on the soulful living page all of the links to the great stuff that we've talked about and her book and uh kim I love for my guests to leave the listeners with something they can take out into the day to elevate their life or in this case, maybe enhance their intuition. So what would that be for you? I would just say, give yourself the gift of time with yourself. Make a little white space on your calendar and take a bath, take a walk, meditate, do some yoga, take a run, whatever it is you love to do and go into that space because that's the space where your intuition speaks to you. Mm, I love that. And you reiterate that quite often in the book that you, you have to really tap into that in order to be that intuitive uh, conduit for the divine, whatever it is you want to call it there. That's right. Thank you. That was absolutely beautiful. And thank you for being with us here today. Listeners, don't forget to grab her book, Radical Intuition, A Revolutionary Guide to Using Your Inner Power. Jump into the summit and jump into her masterclass. Thank you. Thank you. 
Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on The Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.